welcome to Novel Finds, the podcast where we talk about your favorite books, our favorite books, and everything in between. Hey, it's me, Maggie. And me, Julia. And we're coming at you with our final episode of season two, our year in review. We're just talking about our year. Can you believe we did it? A season two? Honestly, like... I can believe we did a season two. Can I believe that we did so much more in season two than season one? No. Like, how did we survive all of the extra stuff that we did? I genuinely don't know. And I just want to point out, you guys, I was doing my master's while we added. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You did beautifully. Thank you. (laughs) So did you. I mean, you're a full-time woman. This is true. I mean, full-time in in that I have like three part-time jobs. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot, though. (laughs) So I'm like full and a half time. It's too much. (laughs) It's too much. Yeah, that and I was taking classes on top of that, too. Busy gals. Basically, what we're saying is you guys are lucky to have us. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying is I really hope the hair that I lost uh, due to stress grows back over break. (laughs) I I really <laughs> hope that for you as well. Thank you. Thank you. I will say can't notice it, but also I never want people to suffer through hair loss. So I'm yeah. here for you. Thanks. We, we talked about so many books this year. We talked with tons of authors and guests and so many books. The total I think is 35. Would you mind listing all of the books we covered this year? Okay, here we go. Name of the Wind, The Flat Share, Normal People with Olivia Grady, Mexican Gothic, The Twilight Saga with Emma Keel, She Who Became the Sun, A Court of Mist and Fury with Shelby Van Rossum, Ignite with Marie A. Wishart, My Year of Rest and Relaxation, Vicious, The Night Hawkers with Amy L. Bernstein, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Guilt with Jamie Brenner, The Retreat with Sarah Pierce, the Love Hypothesis, The Unhoneymooners, In Her Boots with K.J. Delantonia, The Protrero Complex with, again, Amy L. Bernstein, The Dead Romantics with Ashley Poston, Mademoiselle Revolution with Zoe Sivak, Red Rising with Elise Tollefson, Armored with Mark Graney, The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches with Sangu Mandana, Sheets, Laura Olympus, Balloon Dog with Daniel Paisner, Love in the Time of Serial Killers with Alicia Thompson, An Absolutely Remarkable Thing with Nicole Benke, Before I Do with Sophie Cousins, Secrets So Deep with Ginny Meyer-Sane, The Near Witch, Such Sharp Teeth with Rachel Harrison, The Firekeeper's Daughter, The Starless Sea, and last but certainly not least, In a Holidays. Beautiful. Thank you. For reading that list. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm the one that compiled it. And then before we started recording, I was like, so you're going to read that? (laughs) I mean, she wrote it. So what am I supposed to say, you guys? No. (laughs) It's how it works. That's how our partnership works. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm so proud of us. I am too. Like, holy shit. We did a lot. So, Julia... Did you have any favorite podcast books of the year? You know, I do. And surprisingly, they are all in like a romance genre, kind of, actually, which is 
way different than what I was anticipating. But as I was looking at that massive list, I was like, which ones did I like the most? Which ones do I talk about the most? And it's these three. Um, so The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Absolutely loved it. Um, the Love Hypothesis. You cannot get me to shut up about it. I love The Love Hypothesis. <laughs> and Love in the Time of Serial Killers. Again, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. And this the woman is paranoid and still falls in love with a normal person. And I'm just like, so it is, it is possible. In case you're wondering, you guys, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Check out Love in the Time of Serial Killers <laughs> and you'll find out why <laughs> or how. <laughs> uh what about you maggie what were your favorite podcast books of the year like you i loved the seven husbands of evelyn hugo still can't believe it took me so long to read it but i recommend it all the time to people absolutely amazing the dead romantics by ashley poston you guys a ghostwriter falls in love with the ghost of her editor. That's all I need to say to you. It's like the funniest rom-com I've read this year. I absolutely loved it. Okay. I I actually brought that to my book club the other day and was like, so this is a suggestion out of like four different suggestions. We didn't end up going with that one, but I still like want to read it. I usually bring books from my TBR to book club. That like yeah. forces me to read my TBR. Um, I really respect that. Number one mm-hmm. and number two, Julia, you would love the dead romantics. You would love it. I know, I know. I think I'm gonna bring it to Hawaii with me. All right, what else? What else? Um, yes. Lastly, the Firekeeper's Daughter. It's like my top YA book of the year. I think mm-hmm. I just I can't stop thinking about it, and I tell everyone about it now. Yeah, yeah. No, that actually also made it up. Oh, almost made it onto my list but I was like no just stick to three like any more than that it starts getting like every single book that we read this year and so yeah the problem is is that when you go over three it just turns into a list of 10 like yeah like why stop at four go up to five and then when you're like well I mean it's between five and six why don't yeah. you just go to ten um and then we hit 35, which is yep. the amount of books and that we read. And then it's basically every book I read. <laughs> every right, book right. Read. It was like 35 is a weird number. Why not just go to 50? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. do you have a favorite episode of the season? I do. It took a while for me to decide because like we had a lot of guests this year. And mm-hmm. if they listen, I don't want them to be like, oh, they didn't like my episode because it's not their favorite one of the year. And I just, I didn't want anyone to feel bad. So I only considered the ones that were just you and me. My favorite one is the Starless Sea. I mean, I know we recorded that relatively recently, but I just loved talking about the Starless Sea with you. I thought it was a really fun episode. I thought like our discussion questions were different than the regular path that we take in a book. And it was just a lot of fun. And I love that book. Yeah, absolutely. I That is my favorite episode that you and I did as well. Mm-hmm. I just think it was a really good conversation. And I love the book. And I just think that we had a lot of fun and interesting things to say about it. We did. And yeah. It was a good episode. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Julia. Yes. What are our collaborative top five moments of the season? What is one of yours? <laughs> okay. So I think my absolutely favorite one was when we were talking to 
<laughs> put that finger away, um, was when we were talking to Shelby during A Court of Mist and Fury. And I was like, let's take the mates quiz. And you got Tamlin. I just like, I will never forget. Okay. I just want to say, you guys, you guys, you guys, I read A Court of Thorns and Roses. And I read that book and I wasn't interested in Tamlin at all. I knew he was shit from the second I crossed my eyes over his stupid name. And people love him in the first book. And then they get all on board with everyone else in a, in a court of mist and fury. And you know what? I was against Tamlin from the beginning. And how did I end up with him? I don't know, but I think it's hilarious and amazing. It was, is like a piece of cinematic. I don't even know. But... The world is cruel. That is what <laughs> you taught me. <laughs> so that might be my very top. I understand. For the season. That's like one of my top moments. I will never forget. And like whenever I re-listen, I just get really giggly whenever it comes up. I, You know what? I understand. It's it is hilarious, even though it breaks me. <laughs> yes, 100 percent. Um, what is one of yours? Okay, Julia, I feel like this is really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I was almost embarrassed to write it on our Google Doc. Uh, but the fact that we have like secondhand spoken about Reese Witherspoon to people whose books have been in the Reese Witherspoon book club is too much for me sometimes. Who have spoken to Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, who Reese Witherspoon personally called them to let them know that their book was chosen for her book mm-hmm. club. And then we got to speak to them, you guys, fangirling, fangirling <laughs> left, right, and center. <laughs> yeah, like Sarah Pierce. Yeah. Sarah <laughs> was much. really. Oh, that's that's cool, though. If only she had, like, Reese Witherspoon's book podcast picks, and then maybe we could make it onto that list. Maybe we should email her publicist and be like, hey, here's an idea to grow your book club. Like, hey, just throwing this out there. Um, hey, um. We'll read every book on the book club if you just <laughs> hey so. Maggie will read every book on the book club. <laughs> yes, I will. I will do that. I'll do anything for Reese. <laughs> okay, what's your next one, Julia? Um, my next one is another author chat sort of related one. Um, when I was talking to Mark Graney about Brother Junipers and Graceland and just like Knowing that both of us have gone to these places um, and just kind of like vibing because Brother Junipers is so good. It is like one of my top breakfast places in America. And so and I've been to a lot of breakfast places in America. Um, And so it was just really exciting for the validation that he's also been there and he also thinks it's an institution (laughs) like it's amazing. So that was really, really cool. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. What's your next one? Um, with my interview with Ashley Poston, I'll never forget the moment we bonded over the holiday. And she said her favorite moment is when Jack Black says, if I were to write you a song, I would only use the good notes. Mm. And Jack Black and Kate Winslet are just a great couple in cinema. And the holiday Oh, God. She's a mess and he's a weirdo. And it's just amazing. <laughs> It's amazing. The scene in the blockbuster <laughs> forever. Yeah. In my yeah. And then there's what is Dustin Hoffman is just like silently judging them from the side. 
I love that movie. Uh, I need to watch that. I haven't watched it yet this season. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I've watched it already this season, but I'm due for another watch, I think. That's fair. I haven't really watched that many Christmas movies yet. Really? Yeah. Like we watched Jim Carrey's Grinch. Okay. And I think that's it so far. Have you watched Wednesday yet? I have watched some of it and don't tell me how it ends because I'm loving it. Oh my god. Okay. You need to like get further because it's so good. I know. I know. I've just been under the weather and I've been working a lot, but I am desperate too because that show is Where just are pushing you all of my buttons. I have seen... Okay. I'm not going to say anything because I just feel like a lot of people are watching it right now. Still, like so we can talk more. I've already watched it, but fine. I'm behind. I'm behind. I'm behind. <laughs> okay, I've only did you seen... get to the prom yet, though? Yes. Isn't that so cute? So cute. Her Too dress cute. is gorgeous, and uh, oh, I think I really liked the episode after that. That is the last episode I watched. So, and that I will one text you is what like Parents Day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. That was interesting. It's just, it's such a good show. It's like a mystery and a coming of age and a comedy and spooky gothic horror. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I love everything about it. I love it's, everything about it's, it. It's great. It's great. It is a good show. Okay, Julia, yeah. last top five moment of the season. Okay. So I think for both of us, I'm speaking Mm -hmm. for both of us now, I think our most exciting thing that would happen and like we'd take a screenshot and send it to each other is being noticed by authors that we tag on social media. You guys, we fangirl every time someone tags one of our posts. Every time. Like, even if we've talked to them, like, even if if we have actually had a communication with them, anytime an author likes our stuff on Instagram, we freak out. Like, it's we just so out. fun. We have no chill as two people. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Zero. I have a folder, like, in my albums of just all of the author screenshots that we've yeah. got. Like, literally... If there's a blue check mark, I'm screenshotting it and sending it to Julia and being like, ma'am, did you notice this? <laughs> right. I'm screaming. Right? Like Christina Lauren liked the last reel right? that we did. And it's the the like, Veggie Tales reel. <laughs> you know that Christina Lauren is busy and she's taking the time to watch our stuff. It's just it's really it's, special. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> All right, Maggie. Yes. What have you learned this year in the realm of podcasting what can you add to your resume well julia i don't want to steal your answer but (laughs) no it's i have learned to make reels and let me tell you something as a millennial woman okay you guys i'm 28 spoiler alert i'm old it's hard it's freaking hard i had to watch a tutorial i had to read (laughs) a wiki how i am not above saying that okay it was really hard for me to figure out and I would like get the video but then I couldn't figure out how to like get the text to disappear Mm -hmm. it just took me so long to figure it out and I hope you appreciate the mediocre reels I do because that is the that is as good as it gets let me tell you I like your reels I think they're fun yeah Thanks, you know, so you know how to do templates, which I don't. You've used templates on Rails. I I have not figured that out quite yet. Um, but yeah, Rails. 
<laughs> reels <laughs> for two women in their in their twenties, in our late twenties, <laughs> figuring out that social media. Did you see on Insta? Okay, let me complain for a hot second about Instagram. Okay. Did you see they have like their twenty-four hour status updates now? I don't even know what is happening. I I don't know like, what to. Do. I don't know what my opinion all, can be because it's only- just dumb. Yeah, they give you 66 characters because I I put one in there. And my first and only status has been, I am not a fan of change. (laughs) And and like, if you go over, so you can't go over the 66 characters, but if you go over a certain amount, you can't even see the whole damn message anyway. Sorry. I'm just, it's very frustrating. And so it's just like, why... Why tell us that we have this many characters if you can't even see all of the message unless you click on it? Like, that seems too invested in what someone is trying to say to me. So, for that, it's a pass. I'm sorry to everyone. I'm sorry to me, to everyone who uses Instagram. I looked at that. I just looked at it, and I was like, Mm -hmm. no. I'm not even going to touch whatever that is. Instagram, if you're hearing this, take it from two people who have anxiety. Get rid of this. Get rid of this feature. Nobody wants it. But a lot of people like it. Like people are, are going into it. They're like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'm just like, why? 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 Like we okay. have stories. Like we have 24-hour stories that you can write what you want on them. Why do we need to have a separate area for like... I just don't get it. It's too much. You're preaching to the <laughs> choir. I know. I, I know. I just needed to get that off my chest because it's really annoying. And no, it's I'm... probably just a product of me having anxiety and not liking change. That's okay. Well, Overrated. you know what? Sometimes change is no, good. But... So, yeah. I mean, I am quite an adventurous person. I just don't like change when I'm not expecting it to happen. Especially when you just like go onto your internet one day and you're like, hey, mm-hmm. uh, what? I thought I knew you. I yeah. don't know you anymore. Like you have a new phone update and suddenly things aren't where you expected them to be. And it's like, yeah. why Why did we even need this update? I liked the way it was before. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. No. So you get it. You don't need me to explain it. So thank but... you for coming to our TED Talk on change. Yeah. Um, In we hate it. the middle of our book podcast episode <laughs> what exactly. is novel finds without random tangents though exactly uh that's why you guys are here you're here for us to be like here's our feelings on something really minor that's happened in the world yes here are our first world problems let us go back to talking about books <laughs> well julia you evidently have some fun analytics to share with me I do. I am very, very excited to share these with you. I do. get super wrapped up in like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I love when people rate and review the show and I just love daily, multiple times a day looking to see, you know, what episodes people are listening to and how yeah. many we've gotten. Like there was the other day, like 57 something listens happened and it was like a giant spike in just our daily thing i was like whoa because usually it's it's in like 
the teens to 20s and then it was like 50 yeah (laughs) whoa um so clearly someone shared us with their friends and we appreciate it because that's really awesome thank you yeah um so then I started going into the rabbit hole of analytics and according to our Spotify wrapped which isn't completely accurate um just because like we continue releasing stuff after Spotify wrapped has done all of our analytics so I don't I don't know how that works, but it's not like completely correct. But we are in, I believe, the arts category on Spotify. And according to Wrapped, it said we created 1,349 minutes of new content this year, which, damn. Um, That's a lot of content. (laughs) That it's also 96% more than other creators in our category. Really? Yeah. I was like, what is everyone else doing? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> like, yeah, did they come just on, decide you to take this year off? <laughs> why why are we 96%? Like, that's just a lot. That seems excessive to me. You I mean, are we gonna stop? To me no. Is that we need a break? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Okay. Okay, next analytic. This one I found, I don't even remember where I found it, but I started looking at like different charts and stuff and we're not on any like American or UK charts, but we are on Pakistan books. We are number 133 on their chart. Hey-o. Yeah, and we are also on Egypt's books chart for uh, 183 so there we go that's kind of cool that is super cool yeah so that was exciting and then also 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 based on this website called listen notes our global rank for podcasting we are in the top 10 percent of podcasts based on our listens our listen score is not very high but it said that being in they don't rank anything under 10 percent, and so we just squeaked in which is exciting so good for us yeah those are my <laughs> fun analytics make it, lady yeah <laughs> it was just really exciting i was like oh these are things that maggie might enjoy that's super exciting hey um genuinely congratulations julia you you, Maggie. It took all of me not to just send that stuff to you when I found it like two days ago. I'm honestly glad you didn't. I loved the surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, we have some plans for next season. I know, <laughs> Don't we I, always. <laughs> I know we're taking a break, quote unquote break. Our Patreon is continuous. We will continue releasing stuff on our Patreon. I'm behind on my series of unfortunate events, but eventually I will get there. I am still reading it. I think the first five books are up. I'm just stuck on the sixth one. And um, thanks. Uh, Our episodes for season three are going to start up again on March 5th. And yeah, we're going to do a new sort of release schedule. We're going to test it out where it's like a four weeks on one week off situation. Um, because I think that's where we kind of, we got a little tired and, and crazy, um, cause we <laughs> yeah. were just like constantly working. So we have a schedule 
we have our our thing slowly being filled in. If you are a publicist and you're listening to this, contact us sooner than later to put your your books in our schedule. We already have March booked. So. We do. And most of April, I feel like. Um, oh. Yeah. So we're doing four weeks on and one week off. And then we're going to keep having epi- – like we won't actually be doing anything in January, but we will have bonus episodes coming out in January because mm-hmm. we have some awesome author chats and their books come out in January. So we wanted to get it as close to their release date as possible. So – that's fun. Exactly. We have, I'm just going to, do you mind if I just spoil the beans and let them know what authors we're going to be chatting no, to? No, go for January? it. Absolutely. Um, we are really, really jazzed. Um, we are speaking with five different authors and those mm-hmm. episodes are releasing in January. Um, we have two different rom-coms coming out. We have The Man I Never Met by L. Cook and Sorry Bro by Talin Voskuni. Um, we also have The Hunter by Jennifer Herrera, mm-hmm. Eyes Turned Skyward by Elena Dillon, and City Under One Roof by Iris Yamashita. Yeah. I'm really jazzed. Um, should just be yeah, a fun yeah. little January of authors. <laughs> and so, like, we've talked to most of these authors already. These rec- episodes have already been recorded. It's just yeah. their books aren't coming out soon. I just talked to Jennifer last week early no earlier this week and she is so sweet i love her and then i talked to talene a few weeks ago also love her um hi talene if you're listening i love you um (laughs) you're great and i'm very excited like i continue to talk about her book all of the time sorry bro is a bisexual rom-com and i will talk about it until i die i have already i haven't read it yet I've heard so many good things about it. And the cover is gorgeous. And it's just like, I know you're not supposed to judge books by their cover, but when they just look like that, you want to pick it up and read it. And it is so worth it. It's so good. Yeah. And then The Hunter was really interesting. I actually need to message Jennifer because I didn't finish it when we were chatting and I told her that I would message her (laughs) when I finished her book. With my thoughts, and I have thoughts. There is, it's an interesting ending. I liked it. Okay. It's good. Yeah. What about nice. your book? Do you have any? Yes. Okay. So, um, Eyes Turn Skyward is this really great historical fiction um, that takes place during two time periods. So, you have one that takes place in the 1940s with a group of the very first female pilots during World War II. Absolutely amazing. And then you see, how that journey of um, the woman who was a fighter pilot, how it affected her because when the war ended, they were basically like discharged with no information and they weren't able to keep doing their job because they were women and she didn't tell her family or anything. Um, And this was very common actually historically is that the women just didn't talk about their experience because They were so ashamed that they were just like, they lost their dream and they lost this opportunity. Um, and then it's also about her daughter then. And it takes place takes place contemporarily and how they sort of learn to connect with one another. And it's been really, it's just, a, it's a really, really sweet and great read. And then Eyes Turn Skyward, or Eyes Turn Skyward, I just talked about that. I'm sorry. The Man I Never Met by L. Cook is a heart-wrenching romantic comedy. It is funny. It ends happily. It's a romance about 
an American man and a British gal who fall in love over texting and FaceTime. And he's supposed to move to the UK and then he can't because he gets diagnosed with cancer and he has to deal with his diagnosis in the States. And it's about their journey back to one another. But there are some highs and there are some lows. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. a, it's a really sad read. Cute. Yeah. Oh my God. And really fun. You'll be laughing and then you'll be like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> be laughing and then the laughter turns into tears. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then um, City Under One Roof, I actually haven't read yet. That is the one that we've not recorded yet. So a mystery. <laughs> um, from what it sounds like, it's going to be like a really cool dystopian novel and i'm really excited to read it but i can't say what it's fully about yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh i love that yeah all right all right uh maggie yes. what goals do you have for the podcast in this upcoming year honestly i want to just keep growing um mm-hmm. our audience i would love to get more listeners and to sort of make a name for ourselves on different podcast charts and it's also my dream and my goal to have a mug that people buy. Yeah. Yeah. I know general merch is great, but my dream is a mug. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm sure we can make that happen. Oh, and if I'm really dreaming, I would love to interview Emily Henry. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, if we're just throwing it out there. But I mean, last year's year in review, we said we wanted to chat with more authors. And I think we definitely did chat with more authors. Um, <laughs> uh, no question. <laughs> 100%. Um, so yeah, I mean, chatting with more authors would be amazing. If, oh my, oh, if you're throwing Emily Henry out there, I'm going to throw V.E. Schwab out there. Do but. It. I'm going to really, really hope that I can do it without crying because <laughs> <laughs> it's quite possible that I would. Um, but it it would it, maybe it would be something where I just like cry beforehand, like when I'm talking to you about it. And then yeah. we both work together on what sort of questions she should be asked. You know, meet with me, we meet with a friend, field your questions. Yeah. 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 Get out all your tears and then go and, <laughs> and win. But like, would it be weird to ask to be her personal assistant while I'm chatting with her? Because I would love how to you bring it up. Be. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm not a very casual person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll workshop. We'll field that question too. Yeah. You are going to stand in as V and I will be interviewing you. And anytime something is really too obvious, we'll hit like a buzzer or something. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be like that bell play where like things start over. (laughs) I was going to say, what's the game? Not like, is it like Yahoo or something where you like hit the buzzer every time you say a word you're not supposed to? Oh, taboo. Taboo. Yeah. Yahoo. You're a Yahoo. I am. (laughs) Okay. So chatting with authors is definitely, definitely continuing. I really would love for it to continue. And so far it is, um, which is amazing. Creating merch would be really, really awesome. We'll get that mug there eventually. And I also, I mean, I would love to make it onto a US or a UK podcast chart. I think that would be so cool. 
Yeah. Like so- even if we're the last one on the list, just squeaking our way onto that list would be amazing. You guys, I'm happy to squeak my way. I'm happy to barely make it. Just let me make it. We can squeak our way with those little clown shoes that everyone <laughs> hears when you're walking in. Like, it doesn't matter. Exactly. You guys, I don't have to be cool, suave, or classy about anything. <laughs> I'm just happy to be there. 100%. And the way that we do that is through, like, sharing the podcast with people. So if you would like to help us get onto that, that's what you do. Share us with your friends. Let them know that you're enjoying uh, our hot takes on books. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's really fun. Going back to books, though, um, Maggie, how many have you read this year? I have read 75. Dang. And Thank you. And I'm in the middle of two. So I'm hoping to at least finish those but I just, I'm hoping that my Christmas break is a bit relaxing where I can get to 80. Okay. Okay. I think that yeah. was my goal last year. Okay. 80. You you were like close to 100 last year. We've 99. definitely slowed down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so close to 100. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with my 75. Uh, but Julia, how many books have you read this year? I so far have read 71. Um, Amazing. I have... Thank you. I have one that I, well, actually, I have a lot started. I have one that I probably will finish reading, but one of my friends wants to do a buddy read with me. So I have to wait until she gets it to do that with her, even though I'm okay. like six chapters in. So I kind of have to pause a little bit, but I also have two audiobooks that I'm listening to right now. So I'm, okay. I'm hoping I can get at least up to 75 but I'm also quite content with where I'm at. Amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. I also started Alan Rickman's biography, autobiography, Um, his diaries one. So I, I bought it because I loved the forward by Emma Thompson. I just thought it was so good. Um, So far I'm like 20 pages in and it's a bit dry because it's, it's a lot of like, mentioning people that I don't know and mm-hmm. but like when he has longer thoughts in it it's really cool but so far it's kind of dry okay yeah yeah interesting yeah I mean I hear amazing things and it's definitely one I don't really read a ton of memoirs or biographies um mm-hmm. I think I only read one this year which was Jeanette McCurdy's, but it's definitely, if it's a person that I'm really interested in, I always do enjoy reading it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Well, Julia, what would you say are your top five favorite books of the year? Mm. I mean, I've read 70 of them, so it's really hard to pick (laughs) five. (laughs) But I think I'd have to say Nettle and Bone. I read a net galley of that early this early last year is by T. Kingfisher. It's like this protagonist is in her 30s. She's a mess. Her life is not together. She has this adventure. She does this adventure and then she keeps moving on. And like she it's it's a really good book. Like I liked that a lot. I'm going to bunch these two together. So really I'm suggesting six, but um, A Psalm for the Wild Built and its sequel, A Prayer for the Crown Shy by Becky Chambers. Those were so good. I've read them a couple of times this year, actually. They're so short. They're like 150 pages. And it's it's 
like a gentle sci-fi is really nice and it has like deep moments in it that you wouldn't expect from a non-binary tea monk and their robot friend um oh cool yeah but it's just so good and then uh the love hypothesis by Allie hazelwood can't shut up about that gotta gotta (laughs) throw that one in there please don't ever book lovers by emily henry Um, obviously yeah you gotta you gotta. I read her other ones this year too, which I really read a lot of romance this year. Ugh. But Book Lovers, I think, was my favorite of her mm-hmm. ones so far. And then one that's coming out in January, Sorry Bro. Talene's book, Sorry Bro, is another one that I will not shut up about because it's just very good. So amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you? Top five of the year. Okay. Also, Book lovers. Okay, you guys, I'm a freaking Emily Henry gal, okay? (laughs) She's my favorite romance author. And book lovers is the, it is, I think, the romance book for people who maybe don't know if they like romance. I just think it has so much else going on, and it's just so funny, and it also twists the classic romance. It's really good. I loved it. Also, Dead Romantics. Oh man. I can't I can't stress this enough. You guys, it's a ghostwriter falling in love with the ghost of her editor. And it started as Star Wars fan fiction. Really? Yes. I didn't it's, know that. Yes. It's everything I could want. Oh my god. Okay, I I have a question though. Yeah. Are there sexy times in Dead Romantics? How how does that happen? He's a um, ghost. Okay. Um, I'm throwing it back to my interview with Ashley Poston, and she said, word for word, I've always wanted to write a book where uh, there's a ghost boner, and there is, and that is all I will say. But, like, how are you supposed to feel the ghost boner if he's a ghost? I can't get into how it happens. Just trust me. It'll happen, and you'll be like, what? (laughs) Well, yeah. So when I brought it to the book club, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is this has like sexy stuff in it. And then word for word, I was like, I'm not sure how it works, but I've been I'm told that it's there. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you it's there. <laughs> Just trust me. Uh okay. Okay. I, I do trust hard. you. I know it's hard. <laughs> it's okay. not hard to trust you. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I know it's hard to believe when they're when one of the characters is literally a ghost. Yes. One hundred percent. Okay, third book, Once Upon a Broken Heart. It's a young adult fantasy. It's just, it's really good. It's really good. I read the first and the second, and the third one comes out next year, and I am itching to read it. Ooh, all right. Once Upon a Broken Heart, I've seen, is on our book list for next year's season. Um, I put it on there because I'm making you read it, Julia, and talk about it with me. (laughs) Yeah, no, 100%. I actually just read Caraval and bought Legendary the other day. Um, I loved Caraval. It was so good. Like, I even told the bookseller when I was buying Legendary, she's like, oh, I've had this for a while. I was like, same. And I just read it and it's worth it. Like, you should totally read it. So worth it. I'm a sucker for a story about a carnival or a circus. Yeah. I always have been. I really loved it. Okay. Uh, fourth one, Vicious by V.E. Schwab. I didn't read it when it came out. I read it this year for the first time. And um, I'm a sucker for The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. But I would say this is probably my second favorite. I know but, uh, that I think The Darker Shade of Magic is probably her most 
popular outside of Addie LaRue. I think Darker Shades is probably the most. Yeah. But Vicious just kind of pressed more buttons for me. I think it just, Mm -hmm. it, it's really a story that I resonated with and enjoyed reading. I love reading about an anti-hero and mm-hmm. a villain doing their best. I love it. Yeah. Um, and finally, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. It is about, it spans over 30 years. And it's about these two children and then young adults and then adults who are obsessed with video games. And they create something that becomes wildly popular. And it's a love story without being heavily romantic, but it's about their friendship and love for each other and their ambition and careers and how it relates to the games that they create. And it, it it's just a lot to do with like creativity and making something bigger than yourself and how it affects the people around you. It's just really clever. It it's It's a really good book. I recommend it to everyone. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. We had some a lot of different types of books for our, <laughs> our top 10 our collective top 10 uh like a full full spectrum mm-hmm. of books i mean outside of poetry and nonfiction. yes mm-hmm. maggie yes uh did you dnf any books this year yeah okay you know what you guys i don't think dnfing a book is bad you know what i don't even necessarily think it means the book is bad it just wasn't for you and i am trying to be kind to myself because there are literally hundreds of thousands of books i must have 70 alone in my house that i'm trying to read right now (laughs) and i think if you're not vibing with a book it's okay to let it go i can say off the top of my head there are three that i for sure dnf'd you don't need to tell us what they are. Yeah, I mean, I just don't want to put a bad taste in anyone's mouth. Again, I don't think it means anything about the book because a lot of people have really great things to say about these stories and mm-hmm. they just weren't for me. But mm-hmm. yeah, what about you? Yes, same. I'm not going to tell you what they were. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly, it's not to say that they're bad. They just weren't for me. So yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I Hey, I completely agree. DNFing is not that bad. Yes. Once you start to do it, you realize it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. None. Uh, but Julia, what genre did you read the most of? Well, I think that answer <laughs> is always going to be fantasy. Um, yes. But romance is definitely a close runner up, which might be a first for me. Good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say that's what I fantasy and romance are what I read the most of. The least that I read would be memoir slash nonfiction. Poetry isn't even in this list because I didn't even try this year. And I read one autobiography. So nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Same for me. Top two romance and fantasy. Sci-fi fantasy. Yay. I would say my least read is autobiography because Mm -hmm. I did one. No, two. I did two autobiographies, but still the least (laughs) that I read. Fair. Because I read no poetry and I read no textbooks and no other nonfiction. Oh, I did read textbooks. I do. Okay. So I have two nonfiction. Okay. There we go. You can count those. It's still the least amount of, (laughs) it's still in the least column. (laughs) I would say 
small goal for next year, I would like to read one small poetry anthology that I really enjoy. Poetry is just hard for me. I would like to be able to find one that I really enjoy. There's been one on my list that it's like modern feminist poetry called uh, God, I Feel Modern Tonight. And it's mm-hmm. just like a woman's life in New York in poems. I could see you getting getting down with that. Which I just want to be the type of person who can every so often appreciate a good poem. And I've yet to really get into it. I've Do tried a few times. Do you have a favorite poem? I wish I did, but no, I don't. I have a favorite poem. See, it's just so cool. It's so cool to hear people say that. What is your favorite poem, though? Um, It is called Daisy Dorada, and it's by Max Ehrman. Okay. I think I actually knew that, uh, like, deep in my mind, because that mm-hmm. does ring a bell. Yeah. Yeah. It is quite long, and I don't know. It just, I like the vibe of it. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I have like a recording somewhere of Tom Hiddleston reading it. So that probably adds to it being my favorite poem. I would say it helps. Yeah, it definitely does not take away. Uh, Maggie, what new releases for books are you looking forward to in 2023? Yes, I am looking forward to Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood. Um, I'm looking forward to A Curse for True Love. Uh, the final book in the Once Upon a Broken Heart series by Stephanie Garber. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I have, I got a proof. So I already <gasps> read Happy Place by Emily Henry, but I'm excited for it to be in the world. No, you <laughs> oh my God. And then I'm just excited to discover new books. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want just a few things to come into, into my view that are completely new to just take a chance on. That'll be cool. Yeah. What about you? Um. So once again, I'm going to throw out Sorry Bro by Talene <laughs> Vascuni. I've already read it. It comes out in January. It comes out January 30th. Uh, so pre-order it and get ready for the episode. Wait, 30th? No, the 31st. Yeah. 31st. The 31st because it comes out two days after our episode. Um, and also the episode comes out on my birthday. Just throwing that out there in case anyone <laughs> remembers that down the road after listening to this. Um, but the book is just so good. And so I'm ready for everyone to love it as much as I do. I'm also excited for Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood. Uh, that comes in June, which is way too long, but I'm excited for it. <laughs> The the next series that V.E. Schwab is doing, The Threads of Power, which is like a sequel series to Darker Shades, is coming mm-hmm. out sometime in 2023. So that I'm very much, very, very much looking forward to. Um, and then, you know, this was on my list last year, but it's just going to keep being on my list until it happens. Um, <laughs> Um, The Doors so of Stone by Patrick Rothfuss, the third book in the King Killer Chronicles. I just, I've got a feeling this year could be the year. I hope that this is the year. I hope this is the year. I just, I want it so bad. I, the The prologue was really good when he read that out loud. And I'm just, everyone is ready for it. It's not just me. A lot of people want it. And I feel bad for Pat. And and he like wants to release it to people, but he I think is also a bit of a perfectionist and wants it to 
be good. And I don't, he wasn't planning for it to be more than a trilogy. So he's kind of got to keep going with it being a trilogy because otherwise that would be weird. Like everything comes in three parts in those books. And so to then add a fourth part would be completely against what he's been writing the whole time. So everyone send him good vibes. I will. I'll send him loads of good vibes. And emails. No, don't don't email him. Don't make him feel bad. I will not email him. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, Maggie, what are you doing for the holidays? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, I work up until Christmas Eve. And then Alex and I are going to spend Christmas in Yorkshire with his family. Um, And I'm really excited to just spend five days in the countryside and read some books and feel very festive. And um, I'm lucky that my family is in town right now, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was able to see them here in Edinburgh for Christmas, which is really, really, really nice. Mm -hmm. But... What about you? Well, I've peppered it throughout the episode, but I am going to Hawaii for what? like five days with my mom and her partner and like siblings and, and kids and whatnot. So I'll be there for like I'm going Christmas Day and then leaving five days later. Um, and then in January, I am going to be with you. For like three weeks. We're going to be together. Wait. It's going to be so fun. We're going to start a TikTok or at least do a (laughs) bunch of reels and just have a grand time. I'm so excited. I just, I'm so freaking excited. Uh I'm so excited. You guys, I haven't seen Julia since like summer of 2021. Time is a construct anyway. So what does it matter? But it's been forever since we've seen each other. Yeah. What really matters is that it's been a million years. Yeah. 100 million years. <laughs> 100 million. But soon we will be reunited. <laughs> and the UK is not going to know what to do with us. It really won't. It'll be like, get no. these Americans out of here. <laughs> no, sorry. I live like, here legally. One of them lives here. The other one, you're going to have to drag out kicking and screaming. Yep. Exactly. So <laughs> just let her stay. She has a ticket out. Just. She has an end date anyway. Why? Don't worry about it. Just leave her alone. (laughs) No, I will be the perfect gentleman in Scotland. I believe you. I can't guarantee I will be in England, but that's fine. (laughs) I don't live there. (laughs) We're getting toward the end. Towards the end of the episode, towards the total, total end of the season, um, our January episodes kick off January 8th. So mark Mm -hmm. your calendars um, and they'll be for the first four weeks of January. And then you'll see us again, starting March 5th. You know, before we close out, we do want to give a huge, huge thank you to absolutely everyone that was involved this year, specifically a huge thank you to Julia and myself. Uh, Oh, I wasn't (laughs) expecting that. (laughs) (laughs) And then also a huge thank you to all of our guests, uh, be that the wonderful authors that we had on, as well as our friends who joined us for the podcast this season. Mm -hmm. And a huge thank you to so many of the publicists that we've had the chance to speak to. Um, Thank you for arranging all of these meetings and for always keeping us in mind 
for future interviews. We we really, really appreciate the connection that we formed with you this year. Yeah, it's been totally amazing and so fun. So definitely like keep us in mind if you want us to talk about your books. We are happy to to do our best. Exactly. And um if you miss us too much over our winter break, please check out our Patreon. Uh, there is a link in our episode description. There's always a link on our Instagram. We have loads of fun episodes. And um, if you're just looking to support our podcast a little bit uh, financially, especially with it being the Christmas season, um, you know, feel free to do so. We'd love to have you there. Yeah. That Patreon is a great like subscription-y sort of thing. If you don't want to sign up for a script subscription, we also have a buy us a book option, which is kind of like buy a coffee or whatever that that thing is. And that is also really cool. Um, and, you know, it's appreciated, but not necessary. If you the best thing that you could do for us for the Christmas season is to share the podcast with someone, share it on your social media, share it with like someone else that loves books. That is the best way to help us out and to show mm-hmm. that you care. Exactly. So um, thank you so much for being our novel friends this year. And uh, I guess unless I'm missing anything. I don't think so. I think we're good. With that, we heckin' did it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah! Um, If you like what you heard, share us with your other bookish friends and family. And if you're listening with Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate and review the show. We are not off to record our newest <laughs> mini-sode for Patreon, but if you're interested in joining our Novel Finds community on Patreon, first, there's some cool people there, and second, follow the link in our bio. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Novel Finds Podcast. Thank you so, so much for being a novel friend. We'll see y'all technically in January, but also in March. Um, (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.